You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. One time here, and we are back with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. I don't care about what y'all did this weekend. I got to tell you about my weekend because I know it's going to jump right into something we want to talk about. But first of all, I got to take a second to acknowledge how beautiful the Angelo looks in the cowboy hat. Yay! Looks like he's hey. ready to come play for the Cowboys. No, that's not what this is for right here, man. This is this is <laughs> D'Angelo and his farm hat because I've been spending a lot of time out on the farm. But you don't want to hear about my weekend. You just tell us no, about yours with your selfish ass. <laughs> well, I do got to say one thing. We'll get into it later. But I got some praise to give you, D'Angelo, because I was very proud of you this weekend. But what I want to talk about is, so uh, I'm down in San Antonio this weekend. for uh, We had a benefit concert. For the uh, families of the Uvalde tragedy, um, it has you know Russell Dickerson, Easton Corbin, uh, Kevin Fowler, and more people just coming together, raising money for that cause. It was great to see. And I know we had talked about mentioning, uh, you know, just getting our thoughts out on this subject. So I thought that would be a good way to start the podcast, especially with somebody like you, D'Angelo. I know you are an avid hunter and uh, you know enjoy guns. Gary, I don't even know if you own a gun. I do not. <laughs> yeah. You, you, so look, we, you look like a hippie that that wouldn't own one. So I just wanted to hear y'all's takes on that situation and gun control, all that fun stuff. So, so just to let everybody know, we're, we're definitely gonna have this this conversation. It's not more so a debate or or anything like that. It's gonna be more so a conversational piece and hear both of us out. Uh, Gary may be for or against it. I may be for or against it. But hear us out and you tell us who has the better argument. But go ahead, Gary. I'll let you go first because I'm pretty sure I know which direction you're going to go in. Well, so in all honesty for me, it is uh... – hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up before you say that, Gary. I, I, I also want to preface this with this. I understand that there's no – there's no right time to have this discussion. So right now is the right time to have this discussion. So go ahead, Gary. Yeah, obviously there, there was a tragic event that happened and it should never happen. Uh, I don't think everything can be blamed on one thing. I think there's a many factors that go into it. Uh, I think it gets very sensationalized by the media and by politicians because it becomes a political piece. So I, I don't think anything will ever change with our gun laws. And my stance on it is I have no problem with people buying guns. Whatever gun you want, that's fine. Get what you want. But I do think it could have more rigorous checks or a like a, a more extensive background check or maybe raise the age limit from 18 to 21 or 24 or whatever. And then maybe you have to take a class to get by that, a certain type of gun that would be. And then even if that doesn't work, then you could always just make guns a little more expensive, make the ammo a little more expensive. This, that way you can still have guns. People that want them can still get them, but it's not as easy to get. So I think, I think the thing is it shouldn't, guns shouldn't be sold at Walmart. I don't think that should be the thing. I think there should be some gold gun shops. 
They only should be sold at gun shops. I think it shouldn't be as easy to get a gun, but I think you should still have the right to get whatever gun you want. Uh, you have, because like you said, I know, D, you hunt. You do a different type of hog hunting that other people don't do, which uh, if you had an, a normal rifle, it wouldn't work. Uh, but again, a lot of the stuff that's being that's happening is people are modifying guns. They're not using the stock gun. They're modifying, which those modifications are illegal. So they are getting illegal parts and stuff like that, and they're modifying guns. Also, it's more than just the guns. People have uh, issues mentally going on. They, people are bullied that cause people to lash out. Uh, nobody has any effects on the, nobody stops the bullying from happening. There's so many other factors that go into it than just guns that even if you got rid of guns, it's things are still going to happen. You're still, okay, you might not have 10, you might have five. So you're fine with, with five because they don't have a certain type of gun instead of 10. It's still five lives. Uh, I did read an interesting, uh, I looked up, I was reading some interesting stats the other day. How many mass shooting deaths do you think there was last year? Last year, um, I'm going to say 20. Time, you got any guesses? I'm going to take that as a no. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 250. There was 71 mass shootings last year that resulted in a death. How many drunk driving deaths were there? Called by drunk drivers. Okay, Gary. So, look, we, we're not going to compare it to anything else. No, 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 no I'm, saying, I'm saying you have to because if, if what I'm saying, if you're going to, if people are going to, like, we need to ban this because of this reason, then, but we're not talking about other reasons that kill, just for example, drunk driving people. Then drunk driving deaths killed 11,000 people last year. So I'm just saying, like, if nobody wants to outlaw alcohol or anything like that, when that kills more people, and but because of a sensationalized attack or an isolated events that happen that doesn't happen as much as everybody thinks it does, it gets put to the forefront in the media. Everybody just jumps on it and wants to ban certain thing, but. Other things that kill more people, nobody, oh, everybody's fine with it. That's the problem I have is like we pick and choose because, oh, I'm not, I don't, I don't own a gun, so nobody should have guns. But do you drink alcohol? Because if you do, why wouldn't you get rid of that when you know it kills people? So it's just there's a double standard in a bunch of different things. Yeah, I'm not trying to compare it. I'm just using it as an example that there's other things out there that have killed so many more people that we're not talking about getting rid of and canceling or, or banning and stuff like that. But something that is that has a very small amount. Now, I will say, if you want to talk about banning guns because of suicide, okay, because there's more suicide deaths from guns than anything else. But there's just so many other factors that go into it. I think a lot of it is the media really drives and everything, and then everything becomes a political point to the politicians and try to get you to jump on a side or not. So that way, they're trying to pit everybody against it, and that's why everybody's always. I'm for guns. I'm against guns. I hate you. You're for guns. I hate you. You're against guns. You're trying to take my guns. There's there's not a right answer. You can't ban guns and make people happy. You can't keep guns and make people happy. That's why I said my my proposition would be you have to raise the prices of guns, raise the prices of bullets. People that want them can still get them, but an 18-year-old can't buy a gun if he can't afford it. And if you if it's not $200, he can't. If it was $1,000, he probably wouldn't be able to afford that. But it's two hundred dollars. You can afford it. Let me, not, let me, let me, 
Let me Go get ahead. a pen. Let me let me get a pen, Gary, because I I, I want to make sure that I'm I'm able to to give you back what you said. You want to okay. raise the price? You, you can raise. raise the, it's no. These are just options. You can raise the price of guns or bullets. One or the other. Um, I think you can make it more more. Obviously, they have background checks, but maybe more extensive, or you have to take a. A gun training class for a certain thing, but I also I don't think that would work. I know that's been thrown out there, but to me, to me, if you're giving somebody a gun training class and they decide they're going to do something, you're just giving them practice, and that doesn't make any sense. Uh, I would say raise the age limit from 18. It shouldn't be 18. But again, the argument with that, which I, I would stand by, would be if you're able to go fight in a war at 18, then why can't you own a gun or drink alcohol? So I think that's a problem too. Maybe you raise the age limit of getting into the military from 18 because they're able to go shoot those guns and, and own that gun at 18 in the military, but you can't own one in. So that's the argument you have. So things are so yeah. just all over the place. It's hard to lock down what it is. But again, like we've talked, like if you took it to the the AR guns, they only shoot six bullets unless you modify them. And people are modifying them, and those are illegal. So how do you stop that from happening? Just like how would you stop people from getting guns if you ban guns? People are still going to get them. People can still commit crimes and still do all these things with guns, and then now nobody else has guns, and just because of a select few. That's the problem that the whole thing is because of a so, select few. We want to affect the, everybody, the masses. So how, how do you hey, fix the problem? D, D, real quick. Steve, real quick before you go, I want to ask Gary this. Do you know how much the gun costs that the guy used in the Uvalde Oh, I have no shooting? idea. No idea. It was like a $3,500 rifle. So I don't think raising the prices is going to do much of anything. Because, you know, he was obviously able to get his hands on a $3,500 weapon. Uh, you know, so all you're doing there is just making it more expensive in a you know, really, ammo and guns are already pretty expensive. Uh, and then, you know, it's just, there's a lot that goes into that because then, what, only rich people are going to be able to have guns? You know, it's like, it's already it's already hard to afford a gun in general if you want one. Uh, oh, yeah, those are just options you know, to throw out. I don't honestly know what can be done because it, it, the gun in its own isn't as dangerous as until after you put the extension. Yeah, it's still dangerous, obviously. Obviously, it's still dangerous. But when people are modifying the guns, that's when it gets outrageous because they're basically are they're turning it basically automatic. You just it's never going to be fully automatic, but it's basically automatic when you modify the gun. You put the extra clips on and you make the extended mags. That stuff's all illegal. You're not supposed to be able to have that in. Uh, so I don't honestly I don't know what could be done to stop it. I just don't think the right answer is banning. I think you got to find a way to try it because again you're banning something for the masses because of a, a small amount of people. And if you did that with everything, there would be so many things that would be banned and should be banned. Again, I, like I I don't drink alcohol. I, I think alcohol should be outlawed, but it's not going to be. But so like okay. why, so that 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 just that just ties in. There's so many different things out there. I don't really know what can be done. I just feel like right. a couple things that could possibly. But what do you got, D? I, I I really had a long hard conversation with myself about this very topic, Gary. 
And there's a few things that I, I somewhat came up with, but I'm not so sure that it'll help, but I, I think it'll trend us in the right direction. So before we knew ourselves, somebody had to tell us to get to know ourselves. That's why health education classes popped up and they tell you about sex and things of that nature. Not everybody has sex here, but we all have these health classes in order for us to better ourselves at taking care of ourselves, whether we want to or not, correct? Mm -hmm. Then if that's the case, and we're gonna have to live with guns, we understand that there's mass shootings. Mass shootings are something that we now have to live with. Uh, just like racism, we have to live with, just like um, uh, drunk driving, we have to live with, just like drug overdoses, we have to live with. This is something now that we're gonna have to live with. We're not talking about whether it's right or whether it's wrong, we're talking about the fact that we now have to live with this, correct? Correct. So if we now have to live with this, then we now have to find a way that we can live with this, and that way is through education. We have gun classes like we have health classes when you come up through schools on the safety of guns and how to protect yourself in the event that there is a mass shooting if it was to happen to occur because we are living in those times now. I don't understand how we would go after either the gun or the people when we should go after um, situations. I'll give you a case in point when I say situations because you may not understand what I'm saying. Criminals are what the problem. It's not citizens with guns that are the problem. It's the criminals, just like you said, raising the age, raising the price, raising the all this stuff is fine and dandy, Gary, that I go out and I do everything completely right. Somebody breaks into my house, takes my gun, and then go commit a heinous crime with it. Then now I'm responsible for what that gun now holds. Maybe that's what we do. Maybe that's what we do. Maybe we hold the people that are accountable for these guns that are being stolen. Now it makes you more careful with that gun. However, criminals don't care. Criminals don't care. People with mental health uh, issues, when they're in that particular mind frame, they don't care. Uh, and they'll go through any length to obtain what it is that they want to obtain to go out and do what it is that they want to do. So how do we protect ourselves from that? Because again, Gary, we have to live with this. We do it through education. So we educate ourselves, not how to use the weapon, but to how to fight against it. Because that's what we're living with right now. Norton virus, Norton antivirus didn't just come out when the computer came out. It came out later because people were now attacking the computer with such viruses. But now, as a result of computers blowing up and hackers and viruses still coming in, which is completely, again, illegal, Gary, mm -hmm. but yet there's something that we have to live with. So I, if we're going to live with this, this is the approach I'm taking. I'm going with the approach of not trying to disarm uh, America or, or, or trying to arm America. I'm trying to arm them with the knowledge that it takes to survive these things versus trying to take something from them or give them something. So I got a question. So how would you feel about like, so say each state that when they say every state sells guns, but each state right. has say 
four gun shops in the state that you can buy guns. No other guns can be sold anywhere else besides those four shops. So if you really want a gun, you have to travel to get it. But that would also limit people that they, they're three, four hours away from a gun shop. They want to do something. Yeah, they can't go get it so easily. That's, that's what you're not understanding. Most of these mass shooting, these guns were obtained illegally. Well, some of them. The, the most recent one was not. Okay. So the most yeah. recent one was not. So what 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 does it stop me from buying one on the black market? Like me just going down and talking to one of my friends. He has one for sale. He's going to let it go for pretty cheap because he needs the money. He spent or, the cash. Or, or because he stole it or like? something like that too. Like, yes. Right. Yeah. What is that process like? That's there the isn't. Process. That's the thing. Yeah, there isn't. Right. But, uh, right. but, but that, go that's ahead. the process. That's the process more likely people would go through if it was too much because right now gary there's legalized marijuana in the states of california and oregon however there's still weed men that's still selling it on the black market for just a little bit less but it's the same mm -hmm. how is there a market for him if they're sold legally you see what i'm saying that would have because he doesn't have they don't you don't have to pay taxes for a lead right. card and all that kind of stuff right Right. My thing is this. If you disarm Americans or you disarm people that are going through it the right way, then you arm the ones that you was trying to disarm. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And if you go the other route and arm the citizens, then you're just putting more guns in the hands of the criminals that you're trying to disarm. So yeah. either way, you're going to be screwed. So if that's the case and you know that this is something that we got to live with, then Go the approach of, hey, this is how you live or survive through this. So now we keep our numbers down through survival more so than trying to go the other route. Because, I mean, just like drunk driving, nobody's trying to take alcohol out of the stores. And this is yeah. something similar. And it's, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. And it's tough to look at it like that. But these are, this is real. Yeah. This is real. Correct. Well, and uh, like another thing would be, obviously, I don't know. I haven't read all the situation with the thing with the most recent shooting, but like you can't take away like the school shooting stuff. I feel like some of that can be mitigated by making sure there's locks on every door. Every door stays locked when school's on. So there's no way for people to get in. You're not going to take away the shootings at locations that are public and stuff like that. That stuff is never going to stop. But again, a mass shooting is described as four people shot injured or dead it doesn't matter there's so many mass shootings some are gang related that get lumped into it but people yeah. don't but there's just so many things it just gets sensationalized when it when it's when it's such a big group or when it's kids when kids are involved it becomes a bigger deal to everybody because everybody can see that happened to their if that happened to their kid how they would feel so like it's a whole nother aspect i i think if it was uh like you heard stuff about the Buffalo stuff when the Buffalo stuff happened, but yes. it really blown up once it was about the kids. Cause everything, everybody talks about kids and kids, everything. So it, that's when it really blew up even more. And yeah. now it's just, gonna keep yeah, going. yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to, and, and, and for, for this entire conversation we've had, I was just been talking about mass shooting yeah. just as a whole, but I want to be specific in this particular case and i i'd love to hear tom chime in here and there if you need to if not he can stay silent on this 
But I, I, I've never been to Valdez, Texas. I don't even know if I'm saying the name correctly. But there is a lot of red flags that flew in this particular incident. For instance, you know, them making it there at the same time the shooter making it there, and then them not a breach in the building and going to take him down before he started the shooting. There, there's a lot of things in this, and, and I understand both sides, you know, as a, as a police officer that has, you know, wife and kids, you know, uh, you, you signed up for this, but you didn't sign up for this. So I, I understand your perspective, because if you know that there's a guy in there willing to, to discharge his firearm and go to the, and lose his life, he don't care for his life, and he's trying to take others, you want to go in with a plan. You don't want to go in half-assing, because if you go in half-assing, then it may cost you some of your, you know, some of the people that's helping. Mm-hmm. So I get that, but then from a frantic parent's perspective, get in there and get my kids. You know, well, so there's, there's, so, there's a lot of things just in this particular situation that Chris, just. Well, when you talk about that, though, from a little bit of a, what I know is he was barricaded in a room with kids. Yeah. So if you break in and barricade and y'all get in a gunfight, all those kids are in harm's way even more from two angles now instead of just one. And so I don't know. How do you go about that? Like, what, what do you do in that situation? Because, like, OK, we go in guns blazing and then there's kids everywhere in that room, too. Now you hit kids. Now that's on your conscience. Taking care of this one person, you're supposed to be saving these kids, and then now you hit the kids by accident. How how do you handle that? Like that's the thing is I don't know, how, I don't know how you go about doing that in general. Like if he's barricaded with a bunch of kids inside, and you're supposed to go ram in and, and get them, how do you do that without a gunfight going off and then more casualties? Going right. On? I I understand both perspectives. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because when when it came out. Uh, you know, we as a country or we as people absolutely tore into their ass. Yes. As a parent, I tore into their ass. But putting myself in that cop's position, I'm just like, whoa, now. Because the same thing that you want me to go do is the same thing that I'm I'm trying to go do. I'm, I, I have a, this is my job. I, I'm going in to do my job. In the event that I don't want to do my job, I can quit. Yeah. And maybe I wanted to quit right then. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so there's there's a there's a lot of things that I understand. And again, I'm not taking the cop side here. I'm not taking. Yeah, I'm not taking either side. side. Right. Yeah. I'm not taking, yeah, I'm not taking a side here. I'm just merely talking about it because when I was looking at it and this particular situation, like one of the parents was talking about, you know, she ran in and she got her kids. Uh, it was another uh, story that came out that said it was a. It was a, a border patrol agent that ran in and grabbed his kids. Like, hey, man, if that's what y'all want to do, then y'all go ahead and do it. But as a cop, I got to sit out here. I got to assess the situation. I have protocol that I have to follow. And if you're not going to allow me to do my protocol, then it's going to take me longer. Yeah, it's just a it's a tough situation all around because I can you see you see both sides. You understand the parents want you to go in on all that stuff. But God forbid you go in and you accidentally shoot one of the kids trying to shoot the guy. Now what? Now you're in all hell's breaking loose on you, too. So either way, tough situation on both. Like I said, again, I don't know. Obviously, we don't know everything that came in. Maybe they didn't know there was only one shooter. Maybe they thought there was multiple. Who knows? Like, that's the thing is, like, right. you know, I don't know what you what they get on their call thing when they come across. And as a parent, of course, you want to get your kid out. You want them to do everything they can. So I can see both sides are would be serious. Like, it's a serious issue that they're trying to figure out what can do, what can we do, what we can do. 
And what if one of the parents walked in and got shot when they were trying to get their kid? Would they like, okay, now you, that like, how did that go? How would that go? Like, that's the thing is like, people just, you don't know what's going on inside at yeah. any times where they're at, all that kind of stuff. So like, it is a uh, tough situation all the way around. And, it is. So, and cool. I, I would not want to have to deal with that situation ever. Time, I would like to hear your input because I know you have two kids too, so. Right, and with him being there on the ground, he kind of got a different feel for it. Yeah. Hell to the null. Them police officers for over an hour sat outside that school. I'm sorry, but if you if you showed up to work that day and you didn't know that you could be in a situation that could risk your life, then you're in the wrong you're in the wrong field. Like we can't have police officers that are going to be worried about those situations because I just I mean I understand it takes a lot it takes a lot to go to work as a police officer or a firefighter. Uh, military, first responders, you know, it takes a lot to be able to, and you obviously want to do, you know, your job as safe as possible. But there's going to come times and situations where you have to realize that you're going to be in a position that your life might be in jeopardy because that's the nature of your job. And if you're not ready to do that, then I think you got to get another career. I'm sorry. You just, you just, wow. So, we can't so have, no, listen, we can't have firefighters. We can't have firefighters that show up to a fire. There's people inside possibly dying. And you're like, oh, damn, this one's too bad. I, I don't think I can go in there and do it. Like, what, 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 what are you a firefighter for then? Like, no, no, I understand. I understand your point for sure. But what about like the aspect that there's other kids in that room if you go in guns blazing? No. Well, then you don't go in guns blazing. Well, you think he's not going to be guns blazing if you come and break in the door? You, down have, a tactical, you have a tactical response. It's, it's funny because actually my uh, sister-in-law, she she works for a local police department. And she said that everything about the way they responded to that was completely wrong. Uh, just like how they're supposed to respond, their, you know, protocols and stuff. Yeah. So they just, it's just, it's just too much. This, it's, it's, you know, this whole situation, you know, I've got my temple hat on again. The whole bunch, too much of this situation stinks to high heaven. Uh, you know, this guy had been flagged on multiple different times for, you know, his his uh, mental health and stuff that he was posting online. Uh, the FBI knew about him already type stuff like this. Oh, well, time disappeared for a second. Yeah. This, this is this this is this is what I don't understand, Don. This is this well, is. I do want to hear the rest of his tinfoil, but he oh, okay. disappeared for a second, so I have no idea if he's here or not. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, what, what, finish your tinfoil. Yeah, well, his audio but, is not the best. Yeah, so I mean, I had a, a call come in real quick. So that's what cut me out. Um, no, but hey, uh, it's just. It's just so much that, like, doesn't seem right. And the fact that, that you know, I'm not saying that these people, um, the cops, were purposefully, uh, you know, holding people out so that the shooter could just keep doing it. But, you know, at some point, you got to, like you, like you saw, there was people, you, you, the Border Patrol guy went in there with a gun on his own to try to, you know, save his kids. I understand it's your kids. You're going to fight a little bit harder. Uh, you're willing to risk your life for your kids. Um, and I understand all that, 
But at some point, there's got to be a more tactical response that that team has. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but on social media, uh, they had a post from like a couple years ago where that specific police department was like uh, praising how they had just spent all this money on this super high bulletproof armor. Um, and like it, was, it was like a ton of money to it. And just like saying, oh, uh, our, our full fleet will be stocked with this angel armor or whatever it's called. And, you know, people were somehow found that post and were going in and were just saying, like, well, hopefully y'all give it to somebody that will use it next time. So, I mean. No, I agree with you. I think they definitely could have done more. I don't think an hour or anything like that. Uh, and it's just a it's a very bad situation to be in. And, like, for both hold sides. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, 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 only, I only had one issue with, with um, police officers because it, it, it really relates to athletes and everything as such. What you're basically saying is, is that police officers, like every job come with some element of danger, right? But every police officer is not expecting to get into a gunfight, okay? There's officers that's been, that has been in the business for years and hadn't ever had to pull or discharge their firearm, okay? So there's more police officers like that than there are of the ones that discharge their firearm, okay? So when you put them into this battle, you're basically saying, because we've heard this a lot as athletes, like athletes, apparently we are expected to get CTE. Like this just kind of, that comes with the job description. Like, hey, but not everybody signed up for that. No, nobody's signing up for CTE. You see what I'm saying? And nobody's signing up to lose their life on the job. So in the event that these live bullets start flying, and I'm an officer that has done this for 15, 20 years and hadn't ever been in a gunfight, you damn right. I'm a pause. And I'm a pause for a long time, too, if I have wife and kids, because yes, I technically I signed up for this, but like, no, nah, uh, this ain't it. And that's why you've had so many have resigned since then because they, they're not used to that. That's not what they signed up for. Like, yeah, I signed up to protect the serve. I did not sign up to be in, be in a gun battle and fight and the mass shootings and things of that such. So yeah, you you're right. They found out then that they was not cut out for the job, and it was horrible that they found out then because now it's too late. Because they were needed. Right, they were needed, and now it's too late. We filtered you out on the fly, and we found out that it didn't work. That's what happened. Um, yeah. Gary, I, I, yeah. I kind so of, Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. So that I mean, it's it's the whole gun control, gun debate. That's a you know something you can spend forever talking on. Especially, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I, as people can tell, I'm sure we don't exactly have the uh, most uh, knowledgeable panel on guns. I mean, I guess these got some knowledge about it. But I don't know about Gary, but I don't know shit about guns. I don't know uh, guns. Right. Right. So so. You know, that's something that you could talk about for days. There's so many people on both sides of that. I agree that it does get you know, sensationalized by politics take over, as, as that happens a lot of times with lots of things in this country. Um, but unless you guys have anything else to say about that, I think uh, we could go ahead and move into the next topic. I'm ready. Oh, I'm, I'm ready. 
I I uh, I almost refuse to talk about this because I think it's the stupidest thing that the whole country has been following along with this trial. So we'll let you go first then. Well, I, 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 I don't know what I can add because I did not watch one drop of the trial. All I know is I saw people saying that Johnny Depp won, quote unquote, because he got paid, you know, because technically they both got, uh, you know, found guilty of it. It's just that she got found guilty to such a higher degree to where now she owes him like $15 million. So I want to hear what y'all have to say about this distraction to our country. <laughs> I'll let you go first this time, D. Look, look, look. First of all, this is this is the worst trial that you can ever have in the history of America going through the times that we're going through right now. Because I'm going to tell you what was on trial. Amber Heard wasn't on trial. That wasn't Amber Heard that was on trial. What was on trial was women's femininity. That what was that's what was on trial. Uh, and as you can see, when Amber found out that she lost, that's how she responded. She responded for all women and us and women coming out saying, hey, you know, there was some foul stuff that my husband did or my guy did at the time. But because he's white, rich and famous, uh, he's going to get out of it. That's exactly what was said in the, the voicemail when she said it. Uh, like, who's going to believe you? Right. But if you have enough money and you don't have enough evidence, then you can get off in this country. And I think that's what Amber Heard's side was proving. But Johnny Depp's side, on the other hand, was like, look, man, I'm, I'm standing up for all guys that was accused of something that the evidence don't prove I did. Uh, and therefore, he got off, and rightfully so, with the evidence that was presented. Again, I'm going to make sure that I let you guys know I'm not I'm not sure what happened. I wasn't in the bedroom with them. I wasn't in their house. So I'm a I'm a say what could have happened versus what you think happened because I want to be cautious of the ones that are for Amber Heard and I want to be, you know, in consideration for the ones that was with Johnny Depp. You get what I'm saying, right, right Gary? Yep. So so and that's the way I'm phrasing it like that. But again, Johnny Depp, he stood up for everything right. He he didn't seem like he did anything. He didn't, he was the, he's the only person, and it's crazy to me because every time I see Johnny Depp, I see Jack Sparrow. And I just, I'm, I'm waiting on him to bust out in character, um, but he doesn't. He was just that cool the entire time. And I was like, man, he don't seem, he don't seem uptight about nothing. You know, he don't seem guilty. He don't seem like he did anything wrong. He answered all the questions and she railroaded herself. So again, you know, it was tough because what what we saw on trial was wasn't what was on trial. If we was if we was looking at this as Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp, then they got the right they got the right verdict in Johnny Depp being innocent because that man didn't do anything to that damn woman. But now, if it's women femininity on the line and it's versus Johnny Depp and God saying, "Hey, you know, I'm completely innocent in all this." I, I don't have an answer for that because that's something deeper than something I can get into. What you got, Gary? So I watched uh, a little bit of it. I didn't watch every waking minute. I did watch some of it, though. Um, I think the whole thing is it got the 
trial people were trying to twist the trial the trial is a was a defamation which basically breaks down to if you say something and it affects my my job and my livelihood that's defamation and that's what the whole thing was based off of a 2018 article that was written and coincidentally that's when johnny depp also lost his role in fantastic beast after that came out and he lost the role as jack sparrow after that came out so in the aspect of defamation saying this is about that and then he loses his jobs right after because of it that is basically proof of defamation and i think they i think everything went out in the public eye because i think johnny was fed up with here with just being labeled something and not getting a chance to defend himself and he just said i'm gonna put it all out there good bad whatever because i think he showed he has bad substance abuse problems uh i think he i think he has been um aggressive towards her do i know if he actually hit her from the testimony and the evidence no because by her own words she said he wears rings all the time and she said he got she got punched more times than she can count but if you Gary, can I can I yeah go ahead real, just real yeah quick. go ahead. A, 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 am I not allowed as a man or a woman to get mad at my significant other? Yes, as long are. as I don't touch them, I can yes. do whatever it is. I I should if so, I want to slam a coffee so, table that if I want to break a table if I want to as long as I don't put my hands on you like what's going too far? You see what I'm saying, Gary? Well, they say that, well, you can also be mentally abusive by the words you say and stuff as well. So, like, there's certain things you could do, which I don't know how you determine all that. That's the thing I don't know. And I don't understand. I don't understand all that. But like I said, like you said, the evidence, the evidence, she said that he got punched. She got punched more times than she can remember. And the next day, makeup covered up everything. But if you're wearing rings and you get punched, that just doesn't, I don't know how you do that. I don't know. Maybe you can with makeup. I don't know. I don't wear makeup. It's just as a, as if you were a jury, you're like that doesn't make sense. Right. How you're able to do that? So like I don't. I, so that it makes it hard for the belief because everything was her word versus his word, and then everybody else in his past or everybody else that was ever testified saying he's such a great guy and all this kind of stuff. Nobody had negative things to say about him. And then, so that was a hard thing is just her versus all these other people. And then, and then they brought in her sister and her sister, obviously is going to side with Amber, no matter what happens. So whether it's true or not, like she's going to do that. So that's the thing is there was just the whole thing of a trial is you're, you're innocent until proven guilty. And I think that's lost in our society now because too much in society, you're guilty until proven innocent. And I think that is the bad thing. And people don't like that you're innocent until proven guilty. Nah, nah, Gary. Nah, there's not a person that has gone on trial yet to this day that was found innocent or guilty that wasn't deemed by the other side guilty or innocent. No, I'm saying that in public opinion. But, but, but with, with that being said, I'm saying that when once you go on trial, Gary, in some shape, form, or fashion, you're guilty of something and it's going to tarnish your relationship. Yes. With somebody or with something, I don't think that there's any way that Johnny Depp can get this back. Well, see, I don't think I think he will. I think because it came, because it came out that I think during the relationship he showed that how she was verbally abusive, she hit him at times. Whether he hit her, we don't know because there was no proof. But there's literally audio. That was the thing. She didn't have audio of Johnny. Johnny had audio of her saying that, "Oh, I hit you. I didn't punch you." 
Well, if a guy says I hit you, I didn't punch you. That's hitting still. That's still punching yeah. somebody. So, 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 so I I, I want to make sure because I'm, yeah. I'm trying to make sure that I understand this, Gary, because I may have have, have have lost you somewhere. Mm-hmm. You said we're, we're talking about Amber Heard here. Mm-hmm. Punching and hitting is the same thing, but I'm t- you name one person, Gary, that has gone on trial that was able to bounce back. Because I, I can't name one. That well, that's the thing. So, because you said that Johnny Depp can bounce back from me. Yes. You tell me one person that publicly went on trial for something like this and was then able to bounce back. Uh, you don't want to hear it, but nobody wants to hear it. But OJ Simpson. What? OJ didn't bounce back, bro. He 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 went to jail for something different. He got out. He's been doing. He's done signings. He's he's lived his life. He's got to do whatever. He still does appearances and stuff like that. He's not OJ of it, but he's still he's still a relevant name. People still have him for signings and appearances and stuff like that. I'm not saying like it's a big thing. I say, I say Michael Michael Vick. Michael Vick, yeah, got another shot in the NFL. But no, I'm saying so. The whole thing, the reason why I say Johnny will probably get another shot is because it showed that. They were just in a terrible, toxic relationship with each other. And everything was all said that Johnny did this, Johnny did this, Johnny did this. And nothing was said about Amber Heard. Well, there's now there's proof that's came out that Amber did things to Johnny, all this stuff. And Johnny suffered from substance abuse. Uh, Heard was doing substance abuse. So, like, there was a mix of everything. It was just a terrible relationship for them to be in. And it showed the state of mind Johnny was in, how he was being treated, how she was being treated. And that's why I think it basically cleared that he wasn't just an abuser. They both did things wrong. So I think that's what it leveled the playing field, I would say, in air quotes, because that's the way I think society will see it at times. I think that's the way the movie industry will see it sometimes. Because, hey, she was doing it to him, and then he might have been doing things, but there was no proof to him. That's the biggest thing. Like you said, there was no actual proof that he did anything other than the video of him punching cabinets and stuff like that. And I think that's the hardest thing is like they're just when you don't have proof of stuff like that and you make those accusations, it's hard to believe in general. But again, also in those situations, like how do you not have proof? Like some of the stuff that she says she got hit and there's no doctors, no <coughs> records, no medical records of getting it checked on, which I know at times people don't want to see it. They don't want to get their significant other in trouble and all that kind of stuff. But I, I just can't understand how anybody stays with anybody that is in an abusive relationship because it just doesn't make sense. But I know there's all those things where people think they can change them or they're just going through things. I know people struggle with that. I just, it just doesn't make sense for me. And I don't think either one of them should have been together as long as they were. I think it was just a, it was a way to get everything out in the open. And I think it obviously tarnished Amber Heard more than it's going to tarnish Johnny Depp because it showed the side nobody knew about Amber Heard in that relationship. Everybody only knew Johnny Depp was this, 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 this. Now you find out Amber Heard was doing just the same or even more because of the evidence. Then how do you go about it? That's the thing. It's, it's tough because it just aired their dirty laundry. And like, like Time said, it was out for everybody to see. And I don't think anybody needed to see that. That's their dirty laundry. I think it should just it shouldn't have been a public trial. It should have just been a yeah. regular trial. It didn't need to be in the public's eye. But I think I, I think that was also part of a, a plan 
by Johnny's lawyers is they want everybody to know. They're trying to clear Johnny's name. And that was the whole purpose, I think, of it. I don't think he's going to... I don't think he's going to request the money from Amber Heard. I think he's going to say, just wave it. I don't care. I cleared my name. I don't I don't need your money because this wasn't about money. This was about clearing my name of what happened. And I think that's what he's going to do. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think she's going to end up paying him anything. And I think they're going. it's going to be resolved like that. And then Johnny will be back in movies. Amber will eventually be back in movies, but it'll be a while. First of all, first of all, Gary, I... <laughs> This blows my mind that you even think like this is you saying that it ruins Amber Heard more than it ruined Johnny Depp. And I totally disagree because Amber Heard didn't have the career and the accolades that Johnny Depp has. This is catastrophic for Johnny Depp's career. So to waive the 15 million dollars, the amount of money that he has to pay for those lawyers to defend him. You damn right. I want my $15 million. I want to run her into uh, I, if you're going to do my career the way that you did my career, not respect the hard work that I put in and you want to file these fraudulent charges on me, then I'm going to put you in financial debt like you put me in mental stress. I'm yeah, I just, it out on your pocket. And you said that I'm just going to wave it just to clear my name? But I you think, go, oh, hell, I think, I think, to the next. but I think if he, if he does that, it does give him more goodwill, for lack of a better word, oh, towards there's no everything. Good, there's no goodwill, Gary. So you're, like, so like you're you telling said, me, like you said, like you said, Gary. When we just talked a few minutes ago, and I'm glad that Tom brought it up and you brought it up too. He said Michael Vick, he's moved on. When Michael Vick show up to certain things, there's still people that stand out and they protest Correct. about him fighting dogs. It's the same way with O.J. Simpson when he yeah. go out and he do things. So they, it's still stuck with them. No matter what Johnny Depp does, he's always going to a small class of people in this country and in other countries, he's going to be what Amber Heard accused them of being. Yeah, but but again, would you say he get his career back if he gets Captain Jack Sparrow movie again? If he does another Pirates that, movie? I, I don't think he I don't think he'll get another Pirates movie. But see, I think he will and get another if, Pirates and movie. He, and even if he does get another Pirates movie, He's not going to be the Jack Sparrow that we all come to love because now he has that asterisk beside him that he could potentially do things that we don't agree that he did. I think it'll be interesting to see, but I definitely, I think he'll be back. And I think when he does, if he does the Pirates, I think he'll be back in a, in a big time movie before Amber Heard is a lead in a movie. But Amber Heard doesn't have the career that she. Correct. She but she's still younger too. Yeah, she's younger, but she wasn't. I, I don't. It it is like it's not like she had a promising career, Gary. Well, it I wasn't know. like that. I she agree. was like like one of those actors where you just like, damn, she had a promising acting career. She was on her way to the top. She was just a actor, Gary. Yeah, yeah, she so was just a, she was mean? a she was like, a supporting character in movies. So, with that being said, how can you say all this stuff? The 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 fact of the matter is is that Johnny Depp. He lost all the money that he lost, but he it would have he would have saved way more money had he settled out of court and not went to court versus him going to court and going through the shit that he's going through right now. Well, it cost him way more money. Well, the thing is, he did settle out of court, and then she wrote that piece about him. She got like she got like fourteen or twelve million dollars in their divorce settlement. Or something, and she was going to donate seven, seven and a half million to charity, which they brought up in the 
trial and she hasn't donated it. She hasn't donated any of it really. She donated yeah, less I'm, than a million. I'm taking her for a ride, Gear. I'm taking so, her for a ride, bro. I'm taking her for a ride because she's already taken me for two. Yeah. The first one, like, you know, I got her here willingly not knowing I was going for a ride. You yeah. told me that this wasn't a roller coaster. You know, you told me it wasn't a roller coaster and it turned into a roller coaster, very similar to the mummy at Universal Studios. Yeah. I didn't know that. But now if I get on that same ride and I still don't know, I, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. So with that being said, I I honestly I honestly believe that that I think this was just regular relationship issues. And it's it's very tough when you say again when we talked about you were saying the mental abuse that she was taking. Yeah. Like there's a thin line between mental abuse and us just disagreeing with each other. Correct. Like you, we just didn't win it. But I, I completely Let's understand that. Let's talk about the mental abuse. Let's talk about the mental abuse I'm taking listening to y'all talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Because this is good. Boy, God, dog, I'm done. I'm done listening to that. <laughs> I'm done listening to this topic. <laughs> hey, okay. real quick. I know, I know we got to wrap it up. I know we got to wrap it up. But I told D'Angelo I had praise for him. I got to give it to him real quick. D'Angelo, your classic uh, games tears video was great. I really enjoyed that. I thought you made some good arguments for the games you brought out. You actually gave some reasons why. We'll talk about it next and week. We'll talk about it next week. I just got hey, to say, I was one of those people that played with Eddie and Tekken like a hoe. You know what I'm saying? You remember Eddie, the breakdancer? Hey, that's how you knew you play with somebody that wanted to win. You better play with Eddie because all you had to do was mash buttons and couldn't nobody touch you. Hey. <laughs> it just is pretty similar to, you know, like you were talking about Chun-Li uh, uh, with, the, with the kick. You know, you can't, you could barely do anything with that kick, boy. You had to watch Man, out. what? That, and he hummed in them hands? You just like, he hummed right. Exactly, exactly. One more quick thing before we go. I got to get y'all's opinion on this because I saw this and it was so egregious. I got to get, what would y'all have done? So you and your girl are out. This happened. I saw a video go viral at a Yankees game. You and your girl are out. A reporter walks up to you guys and says, if the Yankees are going to win a World Series, but you have to give your significant other a hall pass, would you do it? Your girl looks at you and says, hell yeah. And you're like, damn, okay, that was quick. And then the reporter goes on to ask, okay, well, if you could use your hall pass on anybody in the world, who would it be? And she looks at him and says, anybody in the world? He's like, yeah, anybody in the world. And she goes, my ex. Are you breaking up with your girlfriend all yeah, sight? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's done. I think it's done on, on nah. camera. Nah. No. The reason why I say yeah, because if if they say they're ex, that means they're probably still talking to their ex. Well, here's the thing, though, Gary. There's nothing wrong with talking to your ex. You, out of all people, know that. We've had this conversation before. I don't believe in talking to exes. Listen listen to what I'm saying, though. Listen to what I'm saying, though. I I totally get what you're saying in terms of her saying it. But if the relationship is what's keeping her faithful and... Maybe it's not faithful. Just hear me out, though, again, because we've had this conversation because you can't stop a person from cheating on you and not cheating on you. You only know what you know. But if the relationship is keeping you faithful, I don't give a damn who you talk to. Go ahead. If you're right, if I can give a hall pass to somebody, I'll give it to an ex of mine. You can't give it to somebody that you don't know because you want to make sure that the hall pass that you're using is going to be put to good use. Uh, hall passes are, are supposed to be hypothetical that you probably won't happen. 
Right. Oh. You're, supposed to, you're supposed to choose like a celebrity. You're supposed to choose like Thor or something as a girl. Yeah, you're supposed to choose like some celebrity. You can't say your ex, and then the guy goes, because the boyfriend, the boyfriend walks off, and the reporter goes, "Well, why would you choose your ex? I everybody." And she goes, "He was a good lover." <laughs> I, you got hey, it's got to be over after that. <laughs> I'm with you on that time. It, it ain't got to be over. It ain't got to be over because there's there's women right now. Would you rather her just lied and said, "Oh." You yes. Somebody else. Yes. That's what you'd rather. One thousand percent. If if that happened to me, D, you're clowning me, and I don't want to deal with that. I I'm I am clowning. So I'm not dealing with clown. that. I'm not, I will just go ahead and. But end even it. even even if she even if she yeah 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 you right. know the, the from yeah, from your friends right. is worse than what that everything else. Is gonna yeah, you right. And it was on TV, yeah, so you can't hide from yeah, it. No, I'm done. I'm starting yeah, fresh. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If she says, if she says something like Channing Tatum, hey, look, D, if she says something like Channing Tatum or the guy that plays Thor, you know, uh, you ain't gonna worry about that because she never, she never. See, that's 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 your that's that's what's wrong with you, Ty. I'm gonna tell you something, and my wife pointed this out for me one day, and I wasn't really sure. So everybody was asking, "What's their celebrity crush?" And then we gotta go. Uh, Gary, what's your celebrity crush? Ooh, uh, I don't, right now I don't know if I have one. Growing up, it was Topanga. Okay, so so Topanga was your celebrity crush. Well, Angelina Jolie is my celebrity crush. My wife's uh, celebrity crush is uh, 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 Bradley, the guy from Hangover. What's his name? Uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. That's her. That's her. Her crush. And then Adam Levine. As her crush as it relates to music, right? Mine was probably Margaret Roby right now. Right, right. So she got mad at me when I told her what my crush was. And she goes, I can't believe you. And I go, what? What are you talking about? And she goes, well, you're more likely to meet your celebrity crush. Because at the time I was playing football and we were going on like these events. And she would, it was a high probability that I could meet Angelina Jolie. It was a high probability like you, Gary, to meet the Panga or wherever. So when you say, hey, it's all relative. So you, her saying her ex is very similar to me saying, uh, hey, you know, my celebrity crush is a famous cheerleader and I play football. My, the odds of me meeting her are very high. You get it's, what I'm saying? It's not the same because you didn't used to bang her. <laughs> the ex already slept with her before. <laughs> That's why it's different. Okay. I get what you're saying. I Again, saying. my whole thing is I don't want to have to deal with the ridicule I'm going to get from my friends after hearing that. Because look, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. We can go after I say this, Gary. If that was to happen to you, you would have to break up with her. You'd have to fly us all in, put us up in a nice little room, and then you would have to invite us all out to like a party. And break up with her right there on the spot. We'd all have to record it. And that's the only way you'd be able to get out of it. And us have to all post it in order for it to go viral, just like that video you're going viral when she said what she said on TV. That'll be the only way you can get out of that. Anything else or anything less, and we still roasting your ass to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I said it's over. Yeah, and, and, and the, guy, the guy, the guy, the guy, this. This is what made it even worse. So obviously you could tell he was in shock by her answer. So when the reporter asked him, well, who would your hall pass be? He goes, uh, uh, I don't know, you? And says the, the, his girlfriend. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> you can't just get played to your face like that. That's when you get throw out her mom. That's like saying, that's like, you got to say her mom, her, her sister, sister yeah. her best friend, somebody, somebody like that name is coming out my mouth or say, all right, it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> Man, see, see, I can't, I can't say that. And I got to roll with her because I, I agree that athletes should be able to say the first thing that come to their mind and not have to give you politically correct answers when they don't give you politically correct answers. Very similar to LeBron James. When he said that he'd love to play with Steph Curry, and you said he was just answering a question, and they took oh, it too far. Uh, uh, Sorry, I'm going to end it there because we don't need to talk about LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you tuning in to another episode. We out. <laughs> you are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play, and they'll push the limit.